That little girl said, Wapa, wapa, get off me, you old creepy man. <laughs> Love it. What's up, everybody? It's Monday, November 22nd. RIP JFK. 58 years ago today, the Deep State took him out. Deep State done did it. Uh, we've got a lot to cover in this one from Ghislaine Maxwell News, some bombshells breaking about Epstein and Ghislaine over the weekend, and some more stuff happening today that we'll cover. We also have got some election fraud news coming out, p- potential new audits happening in some other states. Uh, this event with the dude driving his car into the crowd in Wisconsin. Crazy to see how the mainstream media totally tried to play stupid and act like they didn't know who did it or didn't have any of these details. They knew. They knew. It just didn't fit their narratives, so they didn't want to report it. Uh, we've got the mainstream media still going after Q. Still. Writing some hit pieces about it. Uh, and some clickbait stuff, some kind of fake news that went viral over the weekend that I do want to cover to write the ship with. And then uh, Gillibrand is tweeting about UFOs. Yes, Senator Kirsten Gillibrand out of New York tweeting about UFOs and another senator trying to hop on this whole mainstream UFO disclosure initiative. It's going to get heated. It's going to get heated over the next few months. They, they're definitely going to roll out this distraction even more than they already have. And they're going to get some new players on it too, some new politicians and maybe celebrities and stuff trying to uh, support this or promote it, get it all popular when it's the new like social justice. It's weird. It's weird. Anyway, uh, let's get into it, guys. First of all, I want to let you know about my new Conspiracy Analytica podcast. I released it over the weekend, first three episodes, going to do a couple of more this week, and it's on Apple Podcasts, you can go check it out on there, it's also on Podbean, and then I have a Rumble channel and a BitChute channel devoted to these podcasts too, it is, it's good, I think this podcast is going to be awesome, and I'm going to keep working on it, I think you guys are going to uh, love this one, so uh, the first clickbait I want to fact check today here is this a screenshot of this document that's been going viral over the weekend, and people are thinking that it's a, a new release of Ghislaine Maxwell's co-conspirators. That's what a lot of influencers are insinuating or promoting it to their audiences as, as if this is new and the co-conspirator list that we're all waiting for. It's not. It's not at all. This is actually an old document from a court case, not even a criminal case. It was a civil case that was filed, as you can see, last year in August, August 2020. And shout out to Qtah here. He uh, gives us the reel on it. He says there's a list going around social media right now called Ghislaine's Co-Defendants. It's fake. It's from this case, Latham versus the 1953 Trust, where a woman was trying to collect money from the Epstein estate once he was deceased. The case was opened August 31st, 2020, and dismissed September 25th, 2020. Uh, fake news to say it's current. So again, we don't have that current list. Be careful who you follow, guys. Absolutely be careful who you follow. More so, be, caref- be careful what you believe from who you follow. And uh, even popular channels, even people who have hundreds of thousands of subscribers and followers and even mainstream outlets can get duped by it. Here we have the Russia Today, RT News, posting this exact document from the thrown out civil case last year, uh, posting it as if it's the co-conspirators list revealed. Granted, maybe they're purposely doing it to muddy the waters, who knows, but even RT <laughs> posted this as being recent. So just dum-dums out there, a lot of them. Gotta, you know, you gotta fact check, gotta, gotta discern, and you have to hone your own discernment. That's the biggest thing, hone your own discernment. Learn how to analyze this information, learn 
you know, how to search different things to figure out what's real and what's not. And uh, don't give up doing that. Be vigilant, guys. Onward from this, let's talk about another clickbait topic, Nazara. Nazara. And this went viral over the weekend. Uh, there was this video clip of a politician there, House Democrat leader, uh, House Democrats, and somebody took a video from their phone of the TV of this politician saying something, and he's an old guy, and it kind of sounds like he mumbles Nezra or something to that effect. Uh, somebody heard it, literally thought it was Nazara, thinking this politician was, was confirming Nazara. Somebody posted it on Twitter. I saw it all over Telegram, which is why I'm talking about it here. Uh, you can't tell what people are saying when you have a phone video taken of a TV of an old guy mumbling. <laughs> He's just, and obviously Nazara, is this a joke? Come on now. Nazara is fake. It's a fantasy story and this quantum financial system thing. Uh, they're just fantasy stories that influencers peddle around for hopium and for clicks. And maybe they're just useful idiots. Maybe they, maybe don't they don't realize Nazara is a fake scam that people have been scamming with for decades now, actually. But uh, yeah, don't buy into that. And then uh, hit pieces on cue. Get this. Rachel Maddow today tweeted this. A leader in QAnon. A leader in QAnon. Let's be real. Oh, my God. A leader in QAnon, sometimes known as, quote, Baby Q. She's referring to Austin Steinbart. Yes. Rachel Maddow is tweeting about Austin Steinbart, calling him a leader in QAnon, because obviously Rachel Maddow is a freaking idiot. Nobody's hear, heard from Steinbart for months, really. I think since the whole him appearing on stage at the Deep Rig premiere, which was really weird. But anyway, Rachel Maddow, a leader in QAnon, sometimes known as Baby Q, appeared on the security list as an employee of Cyber Ninjas. He spent 225 days in prison for trying to extort a file-sharing company. Released in April, he joined the ballot review not long afterwards. Um, this might be true. I don't I don't think Rachel Maddow is lying to us about this. This was a report from azcentral.com, which Rachel Maddow is tweeting here. I, I think this, is, this might be true, you know. How did Austin Seinbart appear on stage at the Deep Brig premiere? How, how did he get into kind of Patrick Burns' group? Like, what what is he being used for? That's what I'm wondering. Who Who's in the background there using Austin and people around Austin? And maybe they don't even realize it. Who knows? But Rachel Maddow is using Austin um, against just the audits and the truth movement in general to smear the whole thing. That might be one of the M.O., of whoever's in the background there, but there's that. And then we also have this JFK Jr. event thing in Dallas that's still going on. There's still, to the best of my knowledge, about 100 people there. And Vice is reporting on it. The QAnon JFK cult, that's what they're calling it, is tearing families apart. We even have the Rolling Stone. Hardcore QAnon believers, regular old JFK conspiracy theorists, all converge in Dallas because, of course, today is the anniversary of JFK's assassination. Then we also have the JFK Jr. group folks, people there. So, yeah, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of silly people. Whether they realize it or not, they're getting sucked into these um, controlled oppo groups, controlled opposition events even, and it's being used against everybody. So, sad to see, really. Now let's get to our... Uh, one of the main stories of the weekend, I guess we could say, the Waukesha Christmas Parade Massacre. Five dead victims, a couple dozen people injured. 
a, a man drove his red SUV right into the crowd, barreled through it, went through the whole line to the barriers on the other side, and then kept going. Police were shooting at his car when he got to the end of the of the parade, and the cops realized what was going on. It was crazy. The, the perpetrator of this is a man named Daryl Brooks, and people have scrubbed through his social media accounts already, finding out that he's quite the anti-Trumper. He's quite the pro-BLMer. And he was actually a felon who was released on bail just a week ago. And then after this event, he was arrested. And I think he was, he only posted like a $1,000 bail. I think the DA gave him a $1,000 bail there. And uh, he's just crazy, crazy, crazy. And the Gateway Pundit is reporting here, uh, claiming it was intentional that this guy did it. And then the media was absolutely wrong and really didn't report jack shit for it. I was watching CNN just this morning. Actually, I was watching uh, Louder with Crowder. I don't watch Crowder much, but sometimes I tune in to him on YouTube. And they were watching CNN in real time. Literally, Andy McCabe, Andrew freaking McCabe, CNN called up to talk about this event. And CNN didn't report hardly any of the facts. Even one of the reporters they had said... Could be a he or a she. Didn't know who the perpetrator was. Playing stupid. All CNN was playing stupid. Meanwhile, we already have the guy's name. He was already arrested. Um, it's just, it was nuts how all the mainstream media played dumb. Because this doesn't fit their narrative. It does not fit their narrative. Having a uh, Trump hater, pro-BLMer, drive through this crowd, maybe even intentionally. He was a felon. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. My God, HuffPo here, same thing. Five dead, more than forty injured. Police have taken the suspect into com- custody. They don't name him. They don't name him. They don't describe any of his history, any of his uh, political beliefs, anything like that. When Lord knows, if it was a white dude, if it was a white dude with any sort of cue on his social media account anywhere, or a picture of him with a red hat on, oh, they'd be foaming at the mouth, hating on this guy and calling Trump supporters murderers nuts so we got that i love this post i found today a dude says open my news extension thing there was a car accident in a crowd people injured we don't know who did it or why and then he says open 4chan 4chan says there was a car accident at a christmas market at least five dead here's the car the guy his name his face his youtube his twitter his political views his criminal history the da that freed him and what his dog ate yesterday Just showing you the difference between the mainstream media and social media. How us on social media are doing the mainstream media's job a hundred times better than any of those political, grifting, horrible garbage human hacks. All, uh, so many of them. So many of them. CNN, NBC, Media Matters, The Daily Beast, Vice. <laughs> oh, it is. It is silly at this point. Couple more things on this. We also have just the the vitriol, the hate, the pure racism coming out of people over this event in reaction in reaction to it. An Illinois County Democratic Party official resigns after calling the Sunday parade massacre karma for the Rittenhouse acquittal. This is not the only only example of this too. There are multiple people who are just posting the worst, the absolute worst stuff. 
Thank God this woman resigned. She deserved that one. There's some other news people who I've seen post very similar things. Just, just hate. Just hate. Exposing their true colors. All right, we have new January 6th committee subpoenas issued for five Trump allies, including Roger Stone and Alex Jones. <laughs> okay, uh, and a few others as well. We'll see what that turns into. They need to give Alex Jones like five Red Bulls and a shot of testosterone in his ass before he, uh, <laughs> before he testifies. We'll see if they do it. But uh, clearly this committee is is off the rocker, but I I still have questions for anybody affiliated with InfoWars. Uh, you know. Uh, next, gotta love this article from Business Insider. Trump allies are pushing him away from running again in 2024 to avoid a disastrous defeat, report says. Oh, and this report was from The Atlantic, huh? So you see they're just reporting on reports that are reporting on reports that are based off BS in the first place. So it creates this echo chamber effect. And people start to believe it because they hear, uh, you know, a couple dozen different outlets that seem different and independent reporting the same thing. Meanwhile, it's all the same thing. The Atlantic, yes. Totally unbiased there. Uh, moving into the media nervous over more election fraud getting exposed. New York Times writes, Wisconsin Republicans pushed to take over the state's elections. Huh. Wisconsin. Crazy stuff going on there in Wisconsin, huh? Wonder if any of it's related. So we have a New York Times writer nervous about election fraud coming out. That's Wisconsin. We've got Pennsylvania too. Republicans in Pennsylvania Senate identify a group they'll hire to perform the forensic audit of 2020 elections. So we got another one coming, folks. Another one coming. Uh, you know, we, a lot of us are still wondering what's up with that Arizona audit. I don't think it's done, but there were some oddities associated with it. Maybe some people heavily promoting that audit too. Uh, but when we get two audits hit the scene, when we get the Pennsylvania one getting up, going, completed, then people are definitely going to start asking questions. The normies out there will ask more questions like, how did two different audits in two different states come to a conclusion of so many votes being switched? And at this point, so many people are sick of Biden that they're just fine. They're fine with it. Oh, great. Fine. Let there be fraud. <laughs> we want Trump back. We want Orange Man back. Uh, so there's that. Then we're getting into Gillibrand posting, tweeting, actually, about her UFO office she's trying to set up. Yes. Gillibrand tweeted here over the weekend, burying our heads in the sand is neither a strategy nor an acceptable approach. That's why she's introduced a bipartisan proposal to provide oversight and accountability over reports of unidentified aerial phenomenon, a.k.a. UFOs. Oh, yeah? Her office is going to provide oversight and accountability, I'm sure. Because when I think account accountability, I think Kirsten Gillibrand. I think Democrats. Jesus. And what's up with so many of these Democrats? Gillibrand, her dad being named in some of the Nexium lawsuits. Gillibrand. Um... Bill Clinton and John, and uh, Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. Yeah, big promoters of UFO disclosure, and obviously a lot of questions about the Clintons and sex trafficking. Uh, John Podesta, a lot of allegations about him being a weird, creepy pedophile. 
and he's definitely a big UFO disclosure promoter. What's up with this crossover of maybe pedophile sex trafficking Democrats and UFO disclosure? Weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's like they're the ones being tasked to bring out the distraction because it's the distraction they're the most desperate for. And it's the way that they're going to try to look cool. Maybe appease the youth, right? It's their new social justice tactic. Make them look like they're for disclosure and accountability. Ha! <laughs> These people, Podesta, Clinton, Gillibrand, for disclosure of all people, for accountability of all people to be lecturing us about that. All righty then. A lot of disclosure gatekeepers all across social media right now uh, trying to, you know, get the whole UFO topic out to their audiences. It's it's pathetic. It's sad. The whole UFO community, it's really become a shit show. That's for sure. With a lot of diet woke folk in it. Uh, and another Democrat also trying to join the transparency effort on UFOs. This is Democrat Martin Heinrich out of, is it New Mexico? I think he's out of. Yeah, so speaking of New Mexico and pedophiles, <coughs> Epstein. <laughs> we'll get to Epstein in a moment. Uh, Hunter Biden right now. Daily, Daily Mail with this exclusive over the weekend. Hunter Biden's private equity firm helped Chinese conglomerate buy American-owned cobalt mine in $4 billion deal. Purchase helped China company gain world's largest deposit of precious metal used to make batteries for electric vehicles. Great. Hunter Biden helping China become the monopoly on industries that directly control global industrialization, but also American industrialization because we got Biden and the the cabal and the Democrats here in America trying to get us onto this everything's electric industry. Yeah, everything's electric. Who's going to own the batteries? Well, China's going to own the control of the batteries. Oh, wonderful. Own the production, the development. There you go. Selling us out. That's how they do it. Uh, and onward to Ghislaine and Epstein. This was the bombshell over the weekend. Uh, I uploaded a video briefly earlier today on it, so I'm not going to go too deep here, but photographs of Epstein Maxwell and Pope John Paul II. This is from 2003. So it goes to show you the Vatican is not all it's cracked up to be for a lot of people. Talk about false idols, right? Wasn't the Bible warning us about that? False idols? Huh. Maybe the Vatican was one of those. <laughs> and then Ghislaine Maxwell's family is trying to appeal to the UN, United Nations, for her release from jail. Her siblings are appealing to the United Nations, UN, because of all corrupt organizations that would, you know, err on the side of Ghislaine Maxwell and her family. It would definitely be the UN. It's like they know. They know appealing to the UN is probably going to get them the results. So that's why they're doing it. And one more thing. U.S. judge lets Ghislaine Maxwell call, quote, false memories expert to testify at the trial. She is trying to gaslight the victims, the, the plaintiffs here, into thinking they have false memories or making the jury think they have false memories. Ooh, you can see that tactic form already i would i would like to call a lot of those uh secret space program whistleblowers <laughs> that we got on social media these days to go in front of a false memories expert that'd be that'd be interesting and you'd think they would do it too you'd think they'd do it to prove their case so we got that next 
Let's get into finishing up here with COVID. Huge protests over the weekend, as happens every weekend. Uh, and they're growing and growing and growing, and especially growing here in America, which is a very good thing. Thousands of New Yorkers flood the street to march for freedom. Massive protests there in Europe because it's getting bad. And also Australia, hundreds of thousands of people there in Melbourne and Sydney and Brisbane and Perth. Huge, huge, huge. So that is fantastic that these protests are uh, growing in size. Fauci talking about the change of definition of fully vaccinated, very vague on it, saying that they might modify what it means to be fully vaccinated, which would uh, require boosters. Remember, not just two shots, but fully vaccinated for COVID might mean three shots soon. So they're moving the goalposts more than some of those influencers in our own truth movement move the goalposts, right? (laughs) Trump's coming back in March, then April, then May, then June. Ah, geez. Fauci, fully vaccinated means... Two shots, three shots, four shots, five shots, 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 shots. Crazy man there. Uh, Luckily, we have some companies rescinding their vaccine requirements. We've got uh, sections of the military, U.S. Navy shipyards, backing down from their requirements. Of course, we've heard that the Oklahoma National Guard is not going to enforce vaccine mandates. We also have Walt Disney World pausing the mandate. Now, this isn't because of backlash as much as it is because of uh, Ron DeSantis's legislation um, mandating the ban on, on mandates, mandating no mandates, banning mandates from being implemented. So good. Go, Ron DeSantis. Very good. And that's causing some companies to back down. In Australia, like we mentioned a minute ago, it is crazy over there. The army, the actual military has been activated, called in to transfer COVID-positive cases and contacts to quarantine camps. These are what the quarantine camps look like. Basically, just low-income housing-looking mobile home. Like, they just roll mobile homes in. They've got one, two, three, four doors each. So, four tiny little rooms people have to stay in. And I've seen, um, I think I've seen TikTok videos or social media videos of people actually at these quarantine camps. And they got cops. Going up and down these sidewalks here, checking on people, making sure they're staying in their little, like I think there's even tape on the porch of these mobile homes where the people can't cross. They can't go across the tape because they got a social distance. It's, oh God, it's nuts. Wow. Did any of us think it was going to get this bad? My gosh. Uh, Next, we've got the National Institute of Health Director Francis Collins. He's angry. He's mad. And people spreading the misinformation about COVID online. He says they need to be brought to justice. These guys aren't even getting subtle about it. We had the Pfizer CEO calling people criminals who spread the misinformation about vaccines online. Now we got this guy, NIH director. Brought to justice, huh? How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? What is justice? And you say for spreading misinformation, prove it's misinformation. Prove what you're giving us is true information first. The onus is on you, dude. And then you come to us and prove us wrong. And prove us to be criminal? Criminals? Thought criminals. 1984. It's right before you, my friend. So there's that. And then we're getting into a different topic, but same cabal. Uh, The Federal Reserve. This was over the weekend. Speaking of that inflation... This is this is just top-level clown world. Uh, 
the St. Louis branch of the Federal Reserve tweeted this. A Thanksgiving dinner serving of poultry costs $1.42. A soybean-based dinner serving with the same amount of calories costs 66 cents and provides almost twice as much as protein. You know, while they're at it, they should have just added an extra six onto 66 cents. Then you could have, you know, it would have been more fitting for the Federal Reserve. So here we have the Fed, mind you, trying to give us nutritional advice, which is bad nutritional advice, and lecturing us on the price of goods. I just, this should make you so pissed off. This should piss you off so much. A, the Federal Reserve saying, hey, don't eat turkey, just eat soybeans because it's cheaper. Well, if you assholes didn't print so many dollars, then my dollars could make that Thanksgiving dinner serving of poultry cheaper and not cost $1.42. So screw you for one. Number two, a soybean-based dinner, huh? They're trying to get us to go full soy. All right. Probably posted by some Fed intern that eats a shitload of soy and has no muscle mass on his body. And number three, soy protein is not a complete protein. Plant proteins aren't a complete protein, meaning they're missing some amino acids in them to make them a complete protein. Uh, Poultry is a complete protein. So uh, if you eat only soy protein, it's not not complete. You're going to be missing some stuff. You dumbasses at the Fed, stick to printing dollars. You're good at that. Stick to printing dollars. Let the nutritional advice be given by people who know what they're talking about. And then you got to love this from Salon. Globalist is an epithet now. Yet some of the history's globalist is an epithet now. Yet some of history's greatest thinkers supported world government. Luminaries like Albert Einstein believed that humanity needed to unite under a world government to deal with crises. Straight up. World government. Right here. Oh, then you got the UN logo. <laughs> the UN logo. Uh, the Ghislaine and family are appealing to for her release. Gosh. Straight up. Globalist promoting it in your face right here. World's greatest thinkers wanted a world government. Well, number one, did they really want a world government or are you taking their quotes out of context? Quotes that were given during a different time period as well. Albert Einstein, 60, 70 years ago. And also, maybe these people weren't the world's greatest thinkers. Maybe not. Maybe you just call them that because you're trying to promote their propaganda. But in your face, in your face. All right, guys, that's it for this one. Much appreciated. Thank you. Go follow Conspiracy Analytica. Find that podcast or go uh, sign up to the uh, Rumble or the BitChute channel. Sign up to this channel while you're at it. If you haven't, give this video a thumbs up. Share it around. Uh, I will be working on some more podcasts for Conspiracy Analytica this week. Also, some interviews that will drop on this channel as well. And then maybe some Substack articles too over the over the Thanksgiving break. I'll got I'll have a lot of content coming this weekend. Thank you guys. Thank you for your support as well. Find me on jordansather.tv. You can watch jordansather.tv on your Roku or your Apple device. I have apps there for it. Search destroying the illusion on your Apple device or on Roku to find that. Or you can watch all my videos right from jordansather.tv. It supports me. It's only 5 bucks a month, but you get all my videos ad-free and then everything from Conspiracy Analytica 
uh, this personal channel of mine, my conscious strength videos, all of them go on jordansather.tv too. So it's a very easy way to listen to all my work and support me. Appreciate you all signing up there if you do. If not, please at least give this video a thumbs up, share it around, subscribe to my accounts, and I'll be seeing you guys uh, in the next video. Appreciate you. Have a good night, everybody.